Hello, ladies and gentlemen. The wait is over. Cheap Show returns. Live from Cambridge. Not live. Sort of live. From Cambridge. Eli Silverman here, and here's Paul Gannon. It's Cheap Show, everybody! Hey, we're back in the room in the his A. In the his A. It's Yo! A, it's been a while, hasn't it, mate? Yeah. I, my, bit... I think my thingy's fallen off. <laughs> what, what's your thingy? My willy. Right, we need to we need to back up a bit. It's what? been a while since what? Oh, since we did a pod. Right? Oh, you mean ah? Oh, you thought I was talking about sex? <laughs> <laughs> you twat! <laughs> I was just about to say as well. Have we lost our mojo? It's going to be hard getting back into it. You know, it's tough, <laughs> mate. And the mean, answer's yes. Apparently, yes, within the first thirty seconds very, of this podcast, very bad. So, what have you been up to in the past two months? Well, nothing has changed. Excellent. So, <laughs> whereas I, I. Things have changed a lot Ooh, for me. Big, big boy pants. I got my big boy pants on. Yes, you have a new job here. Yes, we're recording this at our new studios in Cambridge. I've moved to start a new radio station. I'm also content manager, which means I'm now in charge of people, and I do not like that. Because I like everyone to like me. And I don't want to have to tell people off or be a boss. You've got to do it. I've got to do it. I've had years of doing it with you. So Actually, I, I was I just in the now. loo, and I saw they've already started drawing you with a big droopy willy. That's fine. It's an improvement, mate. No, but it's it's dripping. Again? It's called <laughs> Drippy Willie Paul. That's they've fine. Got, I'm happy with that. that. You know you know what Oscar Wilde used to say? What? Trick up the arse! <laughs> no, he used to say, the only thing worth being talked about is being not talked about. It's not being talked about. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I never got on with him. Well garbled. Anyway, shut up. So before we get going, a thank you or two, I think. First of all, I want to thank uh, Paige Branson. Paige did our new logo. You know, the animated anime version. We didn't get to thank her last time on the podcast. No. So she, I asked her if she would like like to do an anime version of our faces for our logo, and she did. And that's the logo. And that's the logo. Do you like it? I like it. It's grown on me, actually, yes. Yeah? Why were you against it at first? Well, I have a little funny nose in it, like a little pig piggy man. Yeah, because in real life, your nose is a great big, huge yeah. schnoz. Yeah. Yeah, a great big, ugly, fat, bulbous twat sniffer. So it's not a twat sniffer. <laughs> yeah, it is. I've got, a, I've got a good nose for cinema. Do you? Yes. Mm. What does that mean? Well, it's got a lot of character. You mean on screen, or you yeah, just like good. picking out the latest it, movies at the... So, no. <laughs> no. It looks good. All right. I disagree. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so thank you. Obviously, um, uh, thank you for the people who have been listening to us, thanks to Barshans as well. We've been getting lots of feedback now, because you've become quite a huge fucking star on that. Well, you know, it's it's inevitable. When I speak, people... Vomit. <laughs> finish my sentences for yes me, i guess i'll put it yeah but we've, <laughs> we've had a new audience that have come in from the barshan yes. show because no, they that's fucking good. love you they love you it's good it's always why don't you rename the channel bar elations yeah. or something why no. don't i run for the u.s presidency can you grab a lady by her puss puss i can i can go china folks china <laughs> you know what my favorite china my favorite quote of donald trump's is i know words I know good words. <laughs> can't argue with that. You can't can you? argue yeah. with that. And f- and finally, I'd like to thank f- Brian Wecht, who has done our brand new theme tune for Cheap Show. Whoop! Whoop! I like it. Yeah. Not heard it yet. We've yet to edit this in. Right. But I'm presuming it's good. Brian Wecht, for people who need to know, is a friend of ours. He used to live in the UK for a while, did some comedy, but now... He's well. He, before then, he was famous for his comedy music group called Ninja Sex Party with Dan Abadan, and now he's on Game Grumps, which is one of the huge Let's Play YouTube channel shows. 
He's massive. Is it li- do they have a live element as well? Yeah, as, they do live shows as well. As well as pre-record oh, yeah, videos. Yeah. Game Grumps is huge right. now. So the fact that we're even tangentially involved with it. Let's just big that up. Let's big that up. Let's trade on that like a mofo ho. For instance, Brian Weck's episode of this podcast is our highest downloaded episode to date. Ah. Most listened to, most downloaded. I would argue not our best episode, frankly. I well, think we let Brian down on the day, but uh, worth it for the crackers. Did we have crackers? Yeah, in the game we had to play where we had to describe things with crackers in our mouths. Do you not remember our shows? Well, I don't remember much. It's the cannabis. Yes, it is the cannabis. Kids don't <laughs> use drugs unless they're really good drugs, yeah. in which case, go for it. So anyway, uh, we're just folding ourselves back into the show. That's what we're doing. We're getting used to the new format, new studio. But there's no new format, no new ideas. It's the same old shit. Well, that's what people love. love. It is. They Cheap want... show. They want us to be bereft of any ideas. Talent. That's part of the cheapness. Skill. Yeah. Wit. Cheap, low-grade. Poor. Mumblings. Yeah. Verbal sloppage. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I do have, though, I sent out a calling on the internet to say, Eli. A calling? Is that a new new website or something? Yeah, I sent calling. out a calling. A calling. I sent out, Is that one of these annoying things you I get asked to I sent out a join. mission, right, to the internet and said, Eli's here. Do you have any questions for him? And a few people, and by few, I mean two, got back to us with questions for you. Would you like to answer them? I'm here to answer them. All right, here we go. Question number one. This comes from on the Twitter. This comes from Dr. Douglas. Remember Dr. Douglas? Dr. Douglas. Because you thought Is it was there something else that I needed to remember? No. I haven't. Okay. Yeah, you have actually. Um, his question is this. What's the best plan to move an obese corpse out of a block of flats without anybody noticing? Please answer as soon as possible. Right. Uh, yeah, go yeah on. some urgency. I can, I'm you can sense up, it, yeah. I can pick up some urgency. So, what you want to do, Yeah. try and get some gas out of the corpse. Okay, so you mean like jump on it, squeeze it? Well, you need to pierce it. Like a sausage? Yeah. Okay. Pierce it with some kind of tube. Sharpen oh, a, a tube? Like sharpen a straw? Sharpen a tube. Yeah, just get a tube and sharpen it. Okay. A, a straw's not going to be rigid enough to get the puncturing. Like guttering piping? Something like that, yeah. A nice big thick tube? Yeah. Okay, so you sharpen it at one end like yeah. a straw, pierce it. Then let some gas out. And then you hear that. <laughs> <laughs> as all the horrible gas comes out. Do you want to do that? And then, yeah, simple really. Dress him up as an aeroplane. You see, you say simple really. Dress him up as an aeroplane, but there what? seems to be quite aeroplanes are white. You just need some A four, A four white gaffer tape, paper. Yeah. Uh, so you take this corpse, this huge bloated corpse. Wouldn't it be? Can I? Can I interject? Wouldn't you can. It be, wouldn't it be interesting and more apt to instead of a plane, maybe a blimp? Yeah, but a blimp doesn't. You see, people people see, know, know it's you... blimps, don't they? Yeah, but you see a blimp, you go, oh, look, look, kids, it's a blimp. I see what you mean, Don't so you? you're actually drawing attention yeah, to it. Yeah, just want to be a bog standard, Boeing. But you're not drawing attention to an obviously dead fat guy, badly made up to be an aeroplane. I'm with trying a... to answer the question. All right, Paul, okay, I'm sorry, I've interrupted, I've interrupted. So you dress him up as an aeroplane. Yeah. And uh, chuck, chuck him out the window. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sometimes well, the most simple plan is the is the one. You know? I, why do you need to dress them up as a plane then? So that people go, oh, it's a plane. You don't think people would panic if they went, oh, there's a plane dropping out of the well, sky? Also, do something distracting like uh, juggle. Yeah, stand naked and juggle. This is very complicated. Shave your nuts. Right. Like, Oil I- them up. Perhaps get some glitter on. Right. And okay. then stand in the window yeah. juggling. Meanwhile, get an apprentice. <laughs> so you're bringing more Not people into this now. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Accomplice. Oh, accomplice. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who else is in there with him. Well, I mean, it looks like he's working alone at this point. Well, you could still do it. Yeah. 
just make sure you're juggling quite high up. Right. And then you're rolling the corpse with the foot. Out of the window. Out the window. Right. And so you don't think you're drawing even attention? Even if they'll see that, they'll go, fuck, the guy's naked. Look at those glittery, jangly nuts. Yeah, but again, I'm still arguing that. It'd be simpler just oh, making a blimp. Oh, what's that falling out? Oh, that's not as interesting. Looks like a plane. What's that huge, white, pale thing falling out of the sky making <laughs> Covered a in paper. grizzly, <laughs> bloody, gory mess on the floor? Listen. Oh, that- it's the guy juggling with his nuts out. That's the guy doing it. Yeah. Perhaps it would just be sort of a, a cognitive dissonance thing where they think, no, that can't be real. I don't think you... I, I think... Uh, well, I haven't uh, thought this through. No. I just heard it now. <laughs> Is that what you were trying to imply? <laughs> yeah, That maybe. I haven't planned this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. In in back. short, yeah. Dr... Dr. Douglas. Dr. Douglas. Dr. Douglas. Get that oil up on your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, Doctor. I hope you can... Uh, Use this information quickly and succinctly to get rid of that corpse. I personally would um, agree with him up to the line of uh, you know using a pipe to pierce him, but then I would just use that deflation to wrap him up in a carpet or rug, and then take it down to the skip. Yeah, you've still got the problem of walking down with this obvious corpse in a carpet bag. Well, but get an accomplice. And what's he going to do? Juggle his nuts, apparently, <laughs> judging by your fucking logic. Right. Anyway. What's my second question? Second question is, this comes from a guy in Gloucester called Will. He's only 16. Very young. I'll be gentle. <laughs> Please rephrase that. No, I just, I'll be considerate. <laughs> I'll uh, yeah. I'll be. I'll bear that in mind. That All right. 16, okay. So okay? you'll actually like this question. I think. <coughs> Hi, Paul and Eli. Love the show. It takes a special kind of effort to keep a podcast this consistently trashy in quality and in conversation. We agree. All right. Quite eloquent for a sixteen-year-old as well. I like to think. He says. Like Eli, I love to collect vinyl records, yet I struggle to find really cheap vinyl that is both obscure and fucking awful. As I'm likely to visit the London capital soon, where in London would Eli recommend for such things, and what are his prized trashy records? Thanks from Will. Well, that's a good question, Will. Thank you. Um, you, you really don't want to be going into the central part of London. No. All of the charity shops with their records are overpriced. Oxfam has some kind of weird policy now where... People, they get someone to price the records up according to maybe... What they see on the internet? Yeah, Discogs yeah. Or, the, or the Record Collector's Price Guide, which is the famous one for British records. Okay. But what they don't seem to realise is the, the prices listed in the, in the Record Collector's Guide, for example, yeah. are mint. Oh, so like the best example yeah. of that you can find? Yeah. Right. The price just... is for how much it would be for mint. And, and, then it, and if you don't get second-hand records yeah. that are mint. Really? No, not Very really. rarely. Very Sometimes you rarely. find a sealed copy of something. Yeah. And so that leads to the phenomenon known as, what the fuck is the price of that? <laughs> <laughs> so you're in Oxfam and they've got a copy of, like, you know, Sergeant Peppers or something. Yeah. And it's completely bashed to shit. Looks like someone's quid. eating their dinner off it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's £100 you in think? Oxfam. No. Like, fuck off. Is it signed by George Maharrison? Yeah, you know what I mean? So there's that. Don't avoid those, the big chain charities because you they just are overpricing stuff it's interesting not, it's not good because they obviously they, there's a big sort of revival in vinyl and they're, yeah they're thinking they don't want to lose revenue you know they don't there's all these they don't miss out to any change stores that pop up yeah and, and there's all all stories of people finding extremely valuable records in charity shops so they're yeah. like no we want to price it properly they're not oh. they probably get some volunteer called derek Oh, oh, it's it's madness. The kids like that, madness. What's it worth? Oh, 70 quid. Is Derek 50? (laughs) The kids like madness? Yeah, he's 50. All right, fair enough. I'm just building a picture of Derek. Yeah, he's got a sweater on. (laughs) Great, great. And he likes tea. 
on the sweater is there a picture of uh, a wolf howling in front of a moon? Yeah, it's that kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. All right, good. Uh, so yeah, they've got that guy. So what I'd suggest is to go to quite obscure. Off the beaten track. Kind yeah, of. sort of just outside, sort of zone three and four, that kind of area. Okay. Those kind of suburbs and, and look for independent charity shops, smaller hospice-based ones. Okay. And then you're much more likely to find a trove of Ooh. awful, awful vinyl. Oh, what's your favourite place to find awful vinyl then? You did ask that very specifically. Well, recently I've had a lot of luck with Mind in Camden. Oh, so yeah. this goes against what I said. Mind in Camden, which is... Uh, a shop that smells so badly of cat piss, it's hard to, <laughs> hard to believe. <laughs> right. It's really got that proper... Do they own a cat? There's, there's six or seven cats in there all the time, you know. Honestly, if it's a shop about mental health... And it's I'd, mental health, yeah. yeah but no, it's concerned. good for mental health cats, are, aren't they? Because they just are... Well, yes and callous, no. ...callous, horrible critters. Yeah, but if I went into any shop and there was a person in there with like six or seven cats, I'd worry about their mental health. As a result, last time I was in there, Snail Lady attacked me verbally as well. Snail Lady did? It's my name for her. Snail Lady is a lady who lives in Camden. She's, she's a homeless called, lady. She's a homeless lady, and she, apparently she likes snails. Well, she just resembles a snail slightly. Because she's, what, slimy and huge, slow? No, she has a huge rucksack. Okay. And she's small. Oh. But anyway, she attacked me. It wasn't very really nice. Why did she attack you? she is mental. Well, that's bluntly putting it. She was like, if my father was alive today, he'd smack you in the face. And wow. I, and I'm like, oh. What did you do to upset her? I just sort of moved my bag because she was walking past me, so I moved my bag out of the way. Yeah. And I think she thought, I thought she was trying to sort of steal from me or something. Do you see what I mean? Oh, I she see. Took she took offence. Miss- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't think she was, you know, anyway. Yeah, because you have nothing to steal. I, she might have seen you as a fellow tramp and went, she, my perch, my perch, my perch. <laughs> don't insult. You Ca- just did. Caroline. Oh, is that her name? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. She's obviously, she, she, people like her. You know, she's a nice woman. She's just, she seems friendly she's enough. She's schizophrenic. That's the problem. And so she, yeah, she freaked out at me. Anyway, <laughs> so th- that's perhaps not Sorry, Will, for that tangent <laughs> about mental so health So anyway, issues. that's my favourite mind. And I have found some corking. They had a bunch of stuff, obviously from Holland. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of sevens from a, a radio station or something. They all had the same sticker. Disc, disc something. Disc right. groovy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're all like the place that these all came from. And I found some extremely, extremely bad records. Oh, okay. well, the genre of music was bad or? I'll go grab them. Oh, you've got them? Yeah. All right, go uh, get them. Hang on. I'll just make small talk. So uh, what I will say, ladies and gentlemen, is that I've moved to Cambridge and I live not too far away from the River Cam. All right, I'm back. What did I, uh, what did I uh, miss? I'm nearly finishing the story. So I'm there just about to masturbate. Oh my God! Was that it? Yeah. That was that was the that was it. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right, I'm back. I was killing time. It wasn't. I, never, um, I take it back. Topple off, <laughs> Ali. Be good. I picked this up. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. See, there's the sticker. Oh. Disc service. I think it was like a. Oh, uh, okay. Like a rental for, place for records. Like you could rent them. That's a strange concept. Like a library of music. Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's a lovely sticker, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's very shiny. Gold. We'll put a picture. I'll take of some it. pictures of these. Yeah, yeah later. For, for Will, yeah? Yes, just uh, for you, Will. And so I found some... I think it was the in Holland, I believe. Yeah. Some of these, I think they're all Holland, but there was a lot of French crap. Like It was like a huge box of these sevens. Um, yeah. These singles, uh, European singles, including Topolov 
Ali be good? And <laughs> this guy, he's he's impersonating an Arab or something on the cover. And he's sort of... He's got the worst sunglasses frame. Well, it, it seems looks to be like pasted on. If Jonathan King phone. was pretending to be an Arab, that's what it would look like. He's also got a leather jacket, so it's, it's like a mix of a hard rock with an Arab look, or even like an Indian look, or yeah. like a Native American. Anyway, thing. this song is called Ali. Be yeah. good. Dum 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 dum. No, no, not Ali. No. Be good to me. No, no, that's Dub. Be good to me by Dub International. No, Ali. Be good to me. <laughs> Ali Be Good, which is yeah. basically a reimagining of Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry oh as my. if he was an Arab. Oh my God. Yeah. Is this online? Yeah, I bet it is. I might have to find it. If I can find it, I'll cut it in. I thought we were going to have a record player today. Well, I know, I thought we were too. But anyway, wait, 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 wait. I'll cut it in if I find it now. But anyway, at some point in future episodes, we'll we'll, I'm, like, I'm liking the vinyl love, the love of shitty vinyl, because I love it too, and we're yeah. going to incorporate this in the show. I want a promise from you now, yes. Paul. I've always said we should bring it back if okay. and when we can. So just to quickly mention a couple of others, Mr. Walkie Talkie, <laughs> be my boogie woogie baby. Now, love it. it's the original version as well, because it's so popular, there yeah. are so many versions. This is horrendous. <laughs> Honestly, that is... <laughs> That's bad. Be, Be my, my boogie woogie baby. Wow, I refuse to and, believe uh, that. Just, uh, just on interest point here. Have yeah. you heard of this group, Bilbo Baggins? No, I mean no. <laughs> no. The Shanana song by Bilbo Baggins. No. Weird, eh? Is it a shawaddy waddy kind of thing? It's sort of like a glam, sort of sub slade, sort of yeah. style thing.
I saw some pictures of Slay when they started out recently, and I didn't know they were like skinhead. They were skinheads. Mod. I didn't Mods, know that. Yeah. That's they that's also had like a psych album. They're good, Slade. Slade are excellent. I like Slade. When people say, "Oh, Oasis, they ripped off the Beatles," actually, no, Oasis ripped off Slade mainly. Slade, yeah. yeah. Even how they titled some of their songs. And did you know that the Slade in Flames, that rock? Have you heard seen that film? No. There's a movie it, with Slade. Yeah, it's called Slade in Flame. Yeah, and it's considered to be the Citizen Kane of rock movies. It's really good, hard hitting, and sort of. Is it a documentary or is it dramatic? No, it's dramatic. And I'll it's have all to look like, this up. I'll really have to good. look it up. It's really good. Um, so, Mind and Candon, the other thing I got this Cafe Creme Unlimited Citations, <laughs> right? Now, do you know what this is? This is seven inch. Sounds single, like a lawsuit everyone, waiting Made to in 1977. It is literally all the Beatles songs in a big medley oh. with a disco beat. Oh, my God. It's right up your street, it's isn't it? right Paul? up my Mate, street. it's really, really awful. Like, really, really awful. called Café Creme. Yeah, unlimited citations. Yeah, that's because how many they got when they saw the track listing for <laughs> it on the back. Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> so it starts with Hey Jude, Twist and Shout, Birthday, Good Day Sunshine, and so well, There you on. go. All right, well, to wrap this section well, up. Well, can I just finish oh, answering right. the question? Yeah? Yes. So that minor candid, but I did find in amongst all of this utter, utter crap, yeah. a strange mm. Italian art yeah. rock single, Darling. Darling. And I can't remember the artist, but 50p turns out it's worth almost 30 quid. Is it? Really? Is it any good? Yeah, it's good. Of, yeah. yeah. What genre? It's kind of art rock, psyche, psych, okay. kind of prog, sort of yeah, funky, yeah. weird. It's a very strange record. Right. Well, thanks for your question, um, Will. Will. Thank and, you for your And question. thanks to the doctor for his question as well. Yes. I hope that goes all right for him, if we, if we can get uh, an update. And I think it shows the polar extremes of our audience. Some of us, some of them listen. And are interested in you and your hobbies and your talent and advice you can give in terms of record. And some just want to know what to do with the fat corpse. (laughs) (laughs) As a witty, surreal aside. So uh, thank you both. You know, it's good to have you. Uh, Let's crack on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's our delight and our privilege to once again give you the theme song you've all been waiting for. For a part of the show we like to call... The price of shite. Eli, hit it. Oh, it's the fucking price of shite. It's the fucking price of shite. It's the fucking price of shite. Oh, it's the fucking price of shite. And that's right. Oh, 
It's good to be back in the Price of Shite Grotto. Eli is kicking off the Price of Shite this month. Here we are. I've got some items for you to guess the price of, and they are shite. Excellent. It's a very simple concept, and we've explained it succinctly and accurately right now. So, um, I'm just going to make some notes here. Yes, right. So, what is number one? You need to get get good, right? Because you've been bad in the past. Now, the rules are, remember, if I get it within 50p, it's a point. If I get it spot on, it's two points. (laughs) Nothing else. That's the rules. That's the rules. That's the rules. Right. That's okay. it. We've settled on for them for good now. Okay. All right. So we'll remember. Then we'll. So far, I have six points, and you have. And we we'll, And then you'll get some shite next time. Yeah. And then we play each other across yeah. the episodes. Like this that. is going to be a long, overreaching arc, and there might be a prize at the end of say. Let's we say we get to episode fifty because we're closer to that than we thought we'd ever get. <laughs> episode fifty, we'll tot it all up, and whoever wins gets to wank off the other. Oh, wank, 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 <laughs> wank, wank, wank. <laughs> All right, you. All right. Why is it always wanking? Because I have a very limited sense of what is funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One thing is funny for you. Yeah. Anyway, you ready for you the first piece? Just me do it. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You ready for the first piece of yes. shite? Yeah. There Ooh. you go. <gasps> Describe it to us, Paul. Well, I honestly, here, it's got a, it's got a, an audio it's... aspect. Now. I'm going to guess it's not musical no. for two reasons. One, well, first of all, let me describe it. It is a big plastic red apple with a plastic green see-through stem and a slot in it with a button. It shakes, but I'm guessing that's to weight it, right? I'd say just to weight it down, yeah. Interesting. Now, my argument there is why not just put more plastic in and weight it that way or put some metal in? It gives it a certain feel. It gives it a certain uh, je ne sais quoi, I guess you could argue. Yes. Yeah. So what do you think it is, though? It's got sand in. I like it. It makes it musical. Which you can open it up. Look, you can open. Can you give it to me? So yes, it's got. It's a sort of red apple design. Can I say already? I really like this. I don't know what it's for, but you do like. I it. I do like it. I like its style. Yeah, it's kind of that postmodern style where you. Well, it's, it's sort of an object that looks like something but has some other, other use. use. You know, I mean, an apple is an interesting thing to make. Yeah, you can take that off. So you put something in here. Oh, I think I know. Yeah, go, go, have a guess. Is it post-it notes or, it, yeah. or tape? Yeah. Is it's it post-it, post-it notes? Yeah. Ooh. It's a post-it note dispenser. God, you're really liking this, aren't you? I'm, I'm, a, li- I'm a little bit hard. <laughs> I'm a little bit firm. You're getting, getting a bit tucked in there. I'm a, li- yeah. I'm a little bit tenty. Yeah, yeah, so it basically is a red apple yeah. post-it note dispenser. Oh, I like it. And that's, that's a nice solid bit of kit, that. It's got some, yeah, it's got some weight to it, isn't it? It could be work, work as a paperweight as well. It definitely could work as a paperweight. It's, it's multi oh, On the bottom it says post-it note. I didn't even see that. Actually, it tells you exactly what it is on the bottom. Oh, right. I didn't see that. So I'm glad I didn't look at it too hard. Now, um, if you like to get your post-it, where do you want to bloody roast it? Get the apple, slot it in. How much was it cost us your life for a it in the bin? <laughs> racist. How <laughs> was that racist? You've got you doing a slight Caribbean sort of, aren't you? I didn't do the accent, The coconut, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Don't do that. Yeah. Now, uh, don't be looking up. I know you've got that app on your phone. What? Crap stuff from no, the charity show no, evaluation. More specific than that. You've got the app. You mean I've got the internet? Well, no. You've got that, that special app. Price of post-it note dispensers. Yeah, I have. You, you saw I downloaded <laughs> yeah, so that. So don't be opening right. your app, right? I won't. I need a price. You can't check the market. 
CompareThePostedNote.com. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm so gonna, this is in good condition. It's in really good condition. It's got its shine to it. A lot of plastic stuff loses its luster after a while. I did not know that. Yeah. Does it really? It gets kind of matty over time. Yeah. So this you've is, rubbed it a lot or whatever. I think this is probably manufactured not that long ago. It looks like a kind of late 90s, maybe early 2000s thing. But why would you have apples? What does Apple have to do with post Because imagine you're Barbara and you work in a shit desk job in a boring oh, grey right. f- company selling... Hello, I'm Barbara. Hello. No, I'm Barbara. I know, but I'm your boss. <laughs> oh, you sound like me. Because we live in the same area. <laughs> right, okay. And we can only do so many accents All between right. us. Okay. Twat. So, you know, here's your little desk. Make it as you like. Give it your own little flourishes. I like to give it... I'm crazy. Yeah, you're crazy. I'm, I'm fucking... Crazy, especially after I've done some Jaeger bombs. Oh, you wouldn't get I shat myself. I shouldn't tell you that. Anyway, make make the desk your own. Okay. Oh, you know what? I've got no this... pictures of your kids. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. None of them. <laughs> All right. All right. He doesn't like pictures of kids. Oh, I've got that Apple Post-it note dispenser thing. Oh, I that'll, like that. That'll liven up the desk. Oh, it will indeed. There it is. Aye. Hey, I can pretend it's a coconut and do racist songs. Ruddy Nora. So. Stop delaying! I need a, I need a, I need a price for this piece of shite. I, oh, you know what? This is really tough. It's a nice item. It's really tough because. Can I ask what charity shop you got it from? Yes. What charity shop did you get it from? <laughs> Raise my voice foundation. Raise your voice, which foundation. is my local one. I oh, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So you haven't gone far for this, but that's no. fine. I don't care where you go. It's the quality of the items, and that's quality. Oh, right. this, you, I've never seen this. you this impressed you. with a piece of shite in my life. Look, overall, you've been bringing your A game to it. All right? All right. So I feel like I'm on the defensive when it comes you to... You need to get some shine. I'm going to bloody fucking blow your brains out <laughs> next time with right. mine. I'm going to wow your eyes out of your fucking school, Ooh, mate. Yeah. Sex time. Yeah. I'm going to go with... Oh, I'm going to go... I want to go with £1.50. 150. 150 Okay. You said it. I said it. I'm not taking it back. £1.50 new British pence. Are you ready for the next piece? I am ready for the next one. Here it is. Oh! <gasps> It is horrible, and yeah. I love it. It is, I think, a kind of table mat for food. A, a sort of serving... A serving plastic... Tr- it, it, yes, it, it's, it's laminate. It's, it's a like laminated plastic. plastic thing. It's got a cork backing. Which is good, which means there's friction. No friction on the table. So though. you could definitely put a pot a I pot like of that. chicken stew on it, or... Cup of tea served on it. If you had a, a set of them, you could have um, serve yeah. everyone's plate on that. Now, yeah. describe the, the scene. It's a scene that is a... A naive painter. It's a very naive painting. I but, think it's, And it depicts it, a scene? It does. Now, it's a scene of, I want to say, some kind of African uh, farmland, I Looks guess. Looks like it could be, yeah. There's a yellow bottle. I mean, obviously, pictures will go up online, but uh, it, this looks like the kind of place the BBC would make a drama starring Martin Freeman about a white guy from Britain having to look after... Native, Native people. Comedy of errors kind of drama. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's, it's got like a, a straw or wooden hut, a shed. Obviously, I think a little place there for It looks horses. pretty bleak, doesn't it? It looks pretty bleak. There's no animals, no humanity There's on no this. one there. It looks like it's for people who want to eat their dinner off. It's got a little thing there that says, uh, it, I think it says, Shering Shiro. Yeah. Do you know what I think? It, it, I'm getting a kind of South African vibe from that. Yes, maybe a South African. But, but, but you're blick. <laughs> my lethal weapon two quotes and I think I'm not saying it is but the sign in the corner it does look like either Rolf Harris or Pro Harris Pro Harris that's the pro Rolf Harris movement yeah Pro Harris a lot of, a lot of artists you know got their inspiration it all, all works as a wobble board what's going on <laughs> use that 
Yeah. We're making music. It's the shite. <laughs> it's the shite music. Shite band. Uh, in 75. Oh, it comes from 75. Well, the year I was born. There. So, um, it kind of looks like the scene where you dump a body. Oh, God, it looks like the scene where a load of bodies have been found. Yeah. Hardly buried. Yeah, just in shallow graves out yeah. in the middle of the desert in South Africa. It's a yeah. very violent place, South Africa. Yeah. Well, look, there's no one there, so everyone's dead. It's a it's a bleak, bleak scene. It's a bleak scene, but perfect for your tea or stew. Or your coffee. Yes, it's a very 70s thing. Yes. God, so. it does look like Rolf Harris, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? I mean, not the image, but the actual signature. The signature looks like Rolf Harris's. And you think you've got a Rolf Harris original? <laughs> How much do you think that's worth now? Not much. <laughs> it's by the Willow Company. There's a stamp on the back. Uh, for anyone outside of the UK not familiar with Rolf Harris, he was a cheeky, cheeky Australian uh, performer, entertainer, stroke cartoonist who liked to fuck young girls. Yeah. So, oh, 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 oh. Right. Can you guess how deep it is yet? <laughs> <laughs> make fun of such no, a horrible, horrible really crime. Shouldn't. And yet we are. We're uh, doing race. We're doing sex. I know. God, what other taboos we're are we back. That's exactly what they want from Cheap Show. Oh, Bad humour. Terrible. Without a filter. Oh, uh, right. Okay. It's the Comedy Comedy Podcast. So, yes, thank you. Yeah. So I'm going to guess. It's all sort of a, it's that, that style where you sort of put paint on and you, I mean, this isn't very interesting, but you, you're right. You have to scrape, you kind of scrape it you off. Scrape the pattern into it. Yeah, into the paint. So, uh, so I'm going to guess for that. One pound, right in the nose. One pound. I want to say one pound. Oh, 70, mm, I was going to say 75p. Well, you but can I'm change gonna, your mind. No, I'm going to say one pound. I'm going to stick to basics. Now, yeah. a very different item. Okay. I've got four items today. What, you four? lucky, lucky man. Wow. Does that mean I've got to get four for next time? You can get as many as you like. Or you do you want to do this? three and then save one for next time so you can save no, money? You, no, we have to do all, all right. four. Okay, all right. Yeah. Fuck, fuck with me. Right. Here is the next piece of shine. <gasps> oh, I don't know what it is, but it's shiny. It's a silver. It's chrome. It's a chrome-esque. It's a chromed piece of plastic with four nobbles. Imagine, imagine a chrome horsey with no head. Yes. It looks like it's a got reject. four knobbly legs. It looks like a reject from a kind of Rankin and Bass animated Christmas special. It looks like Terminator 2 had a little pet. Oh, the T-1000. The T-1000 it's had a little pet. A little or... pet called the T-Kitty 1000. Yeah. <laughs> T- Doesn't it? T-1 Kitty. It looks like it's morphing into a, yeah. a killing machine. By H&M, it says on the top. H&M, yeah. So, I've got two ideas what it is. Good, because I don't have one. A massager. Oh. Let or... Me, give me a, uh, let me just do it on you. Yeah? Oh, flipping out. <laughs> so, it just goes on your back, all right? Yeah, don't do too hard. No, I'll be very gentle. I'll be very all gentle. All right, Paul. All right, here we go. Oh, that's quite nice. Yeah, maybe that is what it is. Yeah, you like that, bitch? <laughs> you fucking love that, I thing. like it, yeah. yeah. All right, thank you. Oh, do you want... Oh, oh. Do oh. <laughs> I like Paul. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. What's, oh. Are you right back there? Have you done your back in? I've made a sticky biscuit. Uh, oh, it's great. Glad to be back. Yeah. Glad to be back. Right. Oh, we've hardly changed. <laughs> you literally haven't. I haven't. Uh, so, I think it is a massage. I think it is. What was your second, what was your second uh, guess? It could be some kind of phone stand. No, Bingo. I would say massage. Yeah. Okay, massage. so how much for the H&M branded? 75p. 50p. 75p. <laughs> okay, I need an answer. 75p. Okay. Because it's not much to it. And I can see that having a little sticker on for 75p. Massage. Now. 75p. So the fourth and final. The last item. It's a bumper one today. Is. Out of your little bag. Oh, what's this? 
It's Curious. a soccer-themed... Pinchinko machine. Pinchinko-style... Game. Game with a little... You flick the ball up and you try and get it in. This is a proper piece of shit. Mm, really is. There you go. Um, let me describe it again. Yes, it is a little circular piece of plastic with two little silver balls in and a plastic little a t- a ejaculate. A twanger. Twanger. Uh, and there are 50, 100, 500, 200, and 200 uh, little hoops to get it through. Those are the points you can score. So, just out of interest. It's not much like football. And the, and the, the background no. picture is a, a, as a soccer player. Yes, it's an anime-esque soccer player. I thought it was like Dragon Ball Z at first. It, I, I wouldn't have put it past it. Oh, I've dropped it. I wouldn't have put it past it. It's made by Henbrand Toys, henbrand.co.uk, and I think they make quality shit. That's a terrible, Stocking terrible piece filler. of crap. That looks like it came in a, in like a, a, a you know, like a kind of press sheet of five. Like you bought it yeah. in Poundland, and there's like this one, and a blue one, and a green one, it's and terrible. a red one. It has no value as a toy, you know. A, Party favour kind of yeah. gift bag shit. When you go to an eight-year-old's birthday party... Yeah. And you get a bag of this. And it a literally bit of is of no use to anyone, no. and it's killing the planet. But it's got a little hole on, so you can wear it around your chest like an omelette. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, not an omelette, an amulet. <laughs> <laughs> Medallion is what you're. Medallion. Like, what kind let's... of amulet? What's an amulet? An amulet has magic powers. This might it? have magic powers. If you get two balls in the five hundred, maybe you go back in time. That would be cool. And stop yourself from buying this piece of shit in the first place. <laughs> so uh, let me just try and get one in. Oh, it's very poor. I can't yeah. even get it to... It's got no action. Maybe I need to put it flat. No, no, because no, then the gravity... You need the force of you gravity, do. don't you, to make I'm the going to do it at a 45-degree angle now. Did you score? No, it's shit. It, yeah, uh, it, it is. Well, that's the name of the game, my friend. Not like it. Oh, don't throw it at me. <laughs> don't like it. You've already... Look, you're getting real physical this week. I can't get a point on it. That's You've horrible. massaged me. And... So, right. I'll just say... Yeah, as a bit of background for your guess on the price of this. Yeah, I bought it at the same time. Great as as what the post-it place. So the same place, okay. But the other, the, I went to the other shop for the massager and the okay Rol- possible Rolf Harris dinner plate. Okay, uh, dinner tray. Right, placemat. What the fuck do you call one of those? Placemat is actually great. I was looking for the word placemat. I think placemat's good enough for it. It is a sort of placemat, isn't it? Well, yeah. it's like a something you you serve the hot dishes on. Yeah. Placemat. All right. Placemat. Anyway, that's my little clue. Wink, wink. Uh, so did you get it? Did, did they amend the price so it was like, a, oh, yes. so you bought both of them for the now, one price? Now, think hard. You could score extra points here. How much for the utterly useless soccer-themed Pinchinko minigame? I'm going to say it was priced at about 10 or 20p, but you got it for now because you got it with that. Boom! He's on it! Oh, my God! Yeah. So what? How much? Now was it? that's playing the price of shite, Paul. Well done. I believe you gave me a few clues yeah, with the way you set it up, but I like it. Though. I like it. I like, it. It, I like the, the way game. you play the game. I like it. <laughs> right. Um, all right. So, are you going to? So, can I put that down for free then? Yes. That you were right there. So you've scored a point there. All right. Okay. So I'm going to get a point for that. All right. Sweet. So, let's start from the top. The apple thing. Forgetting the balls for now. The little ball game. Yeah. Forget that. The price of the apple thing was two pounds. Oh, you said so I'm going to get a point for that. Cause it was in, yeah, because it was 50p out or 50p over. So I'm going to give myself that. If it was £2.10, no points. Okay. Within 50p, yeah, it's a point. Yeah, either way. All right. Yeah, fine. so 50 below or 50 over. And then if it's on the nose... It's bang, It's two points. Okay, fine. Mate, we've been through this. <laughs> so it's we've got one the point. Rules, so right, I've already got yeah. two points here so already. already. Wow. The mat, place mat. You said... I said £1. It was two. Really? Yeah. I Don't say I don't... Fuck, 
no, put look, some work in. I'm not saying you don't. I put some money in. I'm just leaving this show. I'm Paul. surprised they thought it was worth two pound of your cash. They That's are, all I'm they're saying. They're a bit steeper in that place. Very you know. steep. And so. also, it's one of the only charity shops I've seen people haggling in. And it's like, well, don't haggle. What about the orphans? The orphans one. What about the kids? They can do with twenty five p less in their life. Yeah, I mean, anyway, so So nothing there, nothing there, nothing there. And finally, the last item, the massage. Now I think I'm already far out on the alien massage item. Yeah, the T one thousand kitty cat thing. You said I said seventy five p. I'm thinking I'm already out by quite a lot now. No, it was a pound. So you get. Oh, okay. So I get a point there. Good. So out of a potential two, four, let's say six points, I got three there. Good. Well done. And you, you really like the apple. I'm going st- to. I'm going to keep that. I think you should keep it. It's because bit... you need post-it notes in your life. I don't need post-it notes in my life. Who so what does? are you going to do with it then? I'm going to have to put post-its in it, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Otherwise, what else? Unless unless we form a band where you know we have the mat wobble ball, we have that, and I can just go on the little blobby thing. I can just go like a triangle. In the coconut. No, don't, in don't. Tree. What? Stop with the coconut. Just anyway. Saying. So that so all right good so um, are we starting afresh today? Yes, this is it. So this is ground zero for this competition. Yes. This new phase of our show. This is it. This is the overarching arc. So the I story. Can, so I can ignore we made that exact same statement in episode twenty-seven and start again right now. Yes. All right. Good. No, well, we're starting now. Did we right, do no, it in the we're last starting episode? now. Yeah. yeah, I think we did. Okay. Look, the point is, is that we never listen back to our shows, <laughs> so we don't. But care. you have to get the shite. Right, I will get the shite for next time, I yeah. promise. Yeah. So, two episodes from now, I'm on it. All right, good. Now, I've been listening to a very good podcast lately called The Dollop, and this section of the show is me ripping that idea off completely. And not being as funny. Not being anywhere near as funny, but in our own particular way, I think we'll make a unique point of this. Now, actually, what this came out of was actually down to the fact that we do the cheap show. We talk about cheap things and how to save money or how to cut back or looking at the cheap things that are actually worth your time and money. But I was thinking, we never really talk about people who in themselves are cheap. So I did a bit of research. I was like, who in the UK, in history for that matter, was a real proper miser, skin flint, you know, low down, dirty little monkey? Scrooge McDuck. You know what? You're not too far away, actually. We'll get to the we'll get to that okay. towards the end. But Eli, you may have accidentally stumbled in your own fat-headed way onto the secret mystery behind this story. Okay. All right. So, I did some research online, and this one sprang out at me because he really was a miser in more ways than one. All right. So uh, I went to a website called Nitarama, and they had the full story on there. So I'm going to read it, and I want your feedback as we go, and let's okay. see how we go. Okay. So here's the guy, John Ulz. Is it, how do you pronounce it? E-L-W-E-S. Ulls? Ulls. Ulls? Like, you know, Carrie Ulls, the actor who's in Saw and Robin Hood Men in Tights. Ulls. Ulls and Princess Bride. Ulls. No, no. Read out. John Elwes. How's it spelled? E-L-W-E-S. Yeah, it's Elwes. Elwes. John Elwes. John. Born in 1718. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to notice that edit. Was born John Meggert. Well, then, just, just call him John Meggert. He'd probably change his name. To Ulvis? What's the point of that? It's not Ulvis, it's Ilvis. Ulvis. Anyway, <laughs> John Meggert. <laughs> he was orphaned That's at an early... That's also weird. What's Meggert? It's, well, like... it's like maggot, but Australian. Maggot. Mate, you've got a huge maggot in your ear. You've got a huge maggot in your ills. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, he was orphaned at an early age. His father, a wealthy London brewer named Robert Meggert. Did you ever drink maggots? 
I wouldn't drink maggots. No, I wouldn't drink a maggot stout. <laughs> anyway, his dad died when the boy was only four. His mother, Amy Oolollers. Oh, that's it. He took his mum's name. Strange. Mystery, mystery over. I guess. Right. If you had to go between... What's Just read two your... lines down and yeah. then the fucking mystery's <laughs> over. <laughs> so if you had to pick between two surnames, like Smith and Twathammer, <laughs> you'd probably go for Twathammer. Yeah, I would go for you know? Twathammer. Yeah. Um, well, no, more like sort of, you know... Uh, something uh, yeah, so unpronounceable or something that sounds like a, a small creature <laughs> or Keckroach Keckroach, yeah <laughs> so um, anyway, so Amy uh, his mother died not too long after his father and when she died, the family fortune an estimated £100,000 which today is £29 million yeah, quid. big time so it's a lot of money back then, he passed it on to her son, John our hero of the story. John was educated at the Westminster School, an exclusive boarding school for wizards and witches in Westminster Abbey, London. It wasn't for wizards and witches. It wasn't. I was just joking, making a Hogwarts joke. I don't know. Um, he spent more than a decade there, and then he lived in Switzerland for a few years before returning to England. Right. No information of what he did in Switzerland at all. Probably looked at some clocks. Clocks, chocolate, went skiing. We are so... Was ambivalent about <laughs> politics. Yeah. <laughs> Had a weird democracy. Yeah. He was in... When he was in his late 20s and 30s, Meggett gave little hint of the man he would become. He was well-dressed, spent money freely, and moved along London's most fashionable circles. Uh-huh. He developed a taste for French wines and fine dining. Ah, oh, this wine! Mwah. He went to Switzerland, not Paris. They speak French in Switzerland. Well, all right. They do. All right. All right. Or, or German. German. Or German, depending on... Oh, is this wine? <laughs> this is fine. Yeah, it is. This I, French wine is delicious, and I spend money. And I so, spend the money. I like the money. I spend it. I'm maggot man. <laughs> I have the maggot money. Uh, <laughs> don't laugh at my maggots. You don't laugh at my little maggot. <laughs> he was a skilled horseman and fox hunter. He had a passion for gambling. He bet and often lost thousands of pounds in cards. I games. just don't care. Money is like shit to me. Yes. It's like laugh. You put it on the roll of the roulette wheel. Yes. You think you got a full house. It's nothing to me. Bring me some more wine. Uh, wine. And where's the fox? I shoot the fox, you little... Shoot the fox while I drink the wine. Anyway. So what happened? Something happened, Well, obviously, obviously something had to happen to him. Otherwise, he would just be a rich man. I thought maybe it was because his parents, you know, the, the miserliness came from, like, the fact that he's, no. he's an orphan. Well, he was, yeah, he was an orphan at quite a yeah. young age, wasn't he? How old was he when he, his mum well, died? Well, it doesn't really say, but he was young. He was young, yeah. Oh, he, his dad died he when four. he was four. Yeah. And so let's just say he maybe was six or seven when his mum died. Yeah, so so you're six and seven. And pretty tragic. Goes, Here's a load of fucking money. I'm going to go to Switzerland and learn to horse ride. Be a bon vivant. And drink wine and gamble, mother. And shoot foxes. I hate them. Yes. They look at me with a funny wink. So anyway, here's what happened to Meggett. Unfortunately for Meggett, hoarding money seems to have run in the family, at least on his mother's side. If contemporary accounts are to be believed, Amy, the mother, went to her early grave because she refused to dip into the family fortune to buy food and literally starved herself to death. You see, that's fucked. That's weird. Isn't it? Oh, I'm so hungry. Ooh. 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 I'm dying. Ooh. What could I do to completely solve this problem? Like, (laughs) (laughs) what resource do we have to maybe help? You know what I mean? Just bizarre. Just very odd. That's really strange. Yeah, strange. Her brother, 
Harvey, so the mother had a brother called Harvey. Her brother Harvey was a miser in his own right. He lived on a country estate, inherited from his father's side of the family. And though he would grow his inheritance to more than £250,000, which is about £72 million today, Ooh. he allowed his estate itself to fall into ruin. Ruin. The manor house roofs leaked and rainwater stained the crumbling walls. Broken windows were repaired with paper and the furniture was infested with worms. Mag- maggots. Maggots. <laughs> well, in more ways than one. Yeah, in more ways than maggot. one. I don't understand that logic, though, to have that much money and just go, I'm not going to fucking fix it. I'm not going to pay someone to fix it. I'll suffer. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't like What's it. What's the fucking point of that? Well, he, yeah, he, he's... Perhaps he was just lazy or insane. Oh, get this. You're going to love this. You, I, think you, I think you might have been close with the second one. Yeah. Rather than buy his own clothes, Uncle Harvey wore the old clothes of dead relatives who left him his fortune. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And like his sister, he also hated buying food. What is their fucking problem? Oh, food. It's such a waste of money. Such a Sustenance. Fucking... It's overrated. Papa, I wish to eat and wear clothes. You don't know what you've got go- going for you, son. Yeah. You fucking... You, you Put got... on your dead grand fucking... <laughs> Bra. <laughs> Put on the bra. I know it's got bits of hair in it. Get those clumps of your dead mother's head out of the bra and I'll have a chew. There you go. You Just don't need suck food. On the, suck on your old dead relative's clothes. You want something to eat. Oh, get, get it down, yeah. All right, so he spent his days wandering around the estate, hunting partridges and small game that he could eat for free. Right, so he ate. He's not like yeah, but he wouldn't man. buy food. He would go no, out and fine. just wrestle a partridge to the ground and break its neck, scream at the sky. And then feast on its bloody entrails. So Uncle Harvey's, yeah, he's kind, he's kind he's of a, cool. He's... No, he's not cool. He's a fucking cuckoo man. <laughs> <laughs> on cold evenings, he kept warm by pacing back and forth in the great hall of his drafty mansion rather than waste wood on a fire. Wow. He was too cheap to marry. He lived like a hermit for more than 50 years to avoid the expense of company. And not surprisingly, he produced no heirs to his fortune. He was a miserable bastard. He really was, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, he sounds like you, but without the cash. So I can understand that, you know, you're not going to have any hairs, are you? I've got hairs all over me. Pun time. Pun time. <laughs> it's the Eli <laughs> Comedy Hour. Hey, I make puns. Derp. Right, okay, so dinners with Uncle Harvey is the next chapter. Since Harvey had no children, John hoped to inherit his uncle's fortune. He's already got a bit of money, but he wants more. So he cannot spend it. Yeah, and that's why in 1751 he changed his last name from Megat to Ulls to ensure his uncle that the family name would survive There him. you go. Mystery solved. We've already solved the mystery twice. We're learning the mystery right. as we go. It's not so much a mystery as an ongoing story. Right. All right? And mystery is if you got to the end and we still didn't know why he changed his name. We now know. Now we know. He was after his Harvey's... He's after the money. Harvey's money. Yeah, So what did Harvey's. he do? Sort of try and suck up to him go, look. Do you like this jacket? Yeah, got it off a corpse. Yeah, got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, uh, yeah. Shot a partridge. Yeah, didn't pay anything for this. Yeah, it's, uh... it's not bad. It fits me all right. Yeah, corpse, corpse wear. Yeah, corpse chic. That's what it is. I've invented corpse chic. <laughs> <laughs> so that's also why Ulwallers visited his uncle regularly and pretended to share his miserly ways. So he started getting ingratiating himself Ooh. with his uncle's behaviour. Oh, uncle, I've... Oh, I love it. I really love it, Uncle, when you wear dead people's clothes. <laughs> you know what? I, I really... I, oh, I'm I, cold. You know what I'll do? I'll pace up and down some stately home. Yeah. I really like the way you don't like people. It's really nice. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah, I hate you. Before arriving at his uncle's estate, where the meals were certain to be meagre, 
He'd drop it on. It's French. probably like a piece of raw partridge with yeah. like, picking out the bits of lead. Or, or maybe maybe like a like a dandelion all mashed up. Yeah. With spit. <laughs> anyway, he'd drop in on friends before he got to his uncle's place and eat there. Oh, right. So, so it'd be like, hey, it's me. How yeah. you doing? Yeah, I'm just going to see my uncle. Uh, can I eat? <laughs> can I eat something? Yeah. Odds are I'm not going to get a yeah. meal out of this. Is that all right? My uncle is not, like, not big he's on, not like, big on sustenance it. and uh, basic, uh, no. basic needs. And then what he'd do is he'd stop at a roadside inn to change out of his fashionable clothes and into tattered rags. Right. And then went on to his own. Did uncles. he rub, rub some corpse on? Yeah. He probably was like, you know. Get, get the corpse smell on there. He goes, is that a rat? Is that a dead rat in your kitchen? Yeah. Can I just rub, rub it on my face? <laughs> Harvey always gives us a sniff. He yeah. tries to make sure that. Uh, if you he know. gets a sniff of lavender, yeah. I'm out of the cash yeah. loop. Yeah. yeah. For dinner, Ools and his uncle. Why can't I just call him Robert? I'm just going to call him Robert. John. I'm going to call him John. <laughs> call him whatever no, you like. His name, is, his name is John. John, yes. So for dinner, John and his uncle Harvey ate whatever fish, partridges, or other game Harvey had managed to kill that day. It doesn't sound that bad. You prepare it well. The partridge is tasty. Yeah, potentially. Fish is tasty. As they ate, they talked about money and how others wasted it. There they would sit, saving souls with a single stick upon the fire and worth one glass of wine occasionally betwixt them, talking of the extravagance of their time. So they sit there and go... Fucking people. People wasting money. People on, wasting money. They, they eat porridge and they don't even water it down with their own urine and cement. Do you want a sip of my wine? No. Why? You've pissed in it. <laughs> yeah, to, to make it last. Right, yeah. yeah I do right, then, yeah. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> John's friend and biographer Edward Topham wrote, When evening shut... They would retire to rest as going to bed saved candlelight. Yeah. So what they would do is when it got dark, it was like, bed? Yeah. Do you want to put the candle on? No, nah, bed. No. Don't let's waste sit, that wax. Don't, let's sit in the dark. That's half a farthing every metre of candle. Let's sit in the dark, not talk. And stink of death. <laughs> yeah. So the family footsteps, chapter next. John's years of toadying paid off. When Harvey died in September 1763, he left his nephew, now in his late 40s, his entire fortune. John was now worth over £350,000. It's the equivalent of more than 100 yeah, mil today. Shows yeah. what I know about money. Shows what I know. You I know, know nothing. You know nothing. All maths. Good point. Yeah. I think maths is probably, probably my weakest yeah, point. Yeah. I'm not a big maths man. You're not a maths guy. I'm not a maths guy. I'm more of a lover. I'm more of a... Je t'aime. I, I can add. I can yeah. subtract. So that's where we differ. You can add and subtract, and I get the minge. I get the love. If you want to refer to it as that. I get such sweet kisses. <laughs> You're so obsessed. Oh. You've already come on my back while <laughs> massaging me. Can we just get on with the story, man? Yeah, all right. Okay, so by then, John had assumed most of his uncle's habits, but not all of them. He still had expensive tastes. It's like this weird mind set. And well, I guess like, if you start... He started faking it. He started out making it to making it, it. Yeah, you know. He's, but and then it, it infested him. This kind of craziness. Because there's a probably a part of his brain that went, "Oh, this makes sense. Why? Why light a candle? Why? Why not share a glass of wine rather than have two glasses of wine each? Why not ever never talk to someone and what, just pace why, around like a nut? Why pace? not shit on people who give back to society? You know, why not do all those things a normal human being does? He still had expensive tastes, but as long as someone else paid the bill, he was happy to indulge them, gorging himself at other people's tables as he warmed himself free by their fires and food. So when he was around yours, he was like, oh yeah, mate, I'll have another sausage. Yeah. I'll have another drink. Yeah. I'll, have another, I'll have another sausage and a drink. And uh, stick another log on the fire. Yeah. How many candles do you want on? <laughs> <laughs> Let's put ten on. Yeah. And then it's like, 
Hey, John, we've come round to your place. Yeah, sit in the fucking dark and yeah. eat my partridge. <laughs> sit in the room with no roof. Yeah. He's a raw f- rat. <laughs> Don't light that candle! <laughs> Get that light out! Uh, uh, anyway, so... He loved to gamble, huge sums of money in card games. He gladly lent huge sums to friends and associates when asked, no matter how frivolous the purpose. That's so he's strange. not a miser. But it's weird to kind of go, no, I'm drawing a hard and fast line, but yet give money away for gambling purposes. It's just he's got respect for the gamble. However, there's a twist. However, it's sex change. No. Right. I mean, that would be a big twist. That would be a big twist. But it's not the twist. twist it off. <laughs> At the root. Uh, if a borrower... <laughs> anyway, if a borrower defaulted, John also... Would go and kill him. No. With his bare hands. No, listen, said he never demanded repayment, explaining that it was impossible to ask a gentleman for money. Mate, I'm going to go round there. I could be cold for a night and just yeah. go, look... I'm, uh, I've been playing this poker tournament. It's a hundred buy-in. How much do you want? Let me just count it out for you. One. I'll have it Two. back for you. I'll have it back, but you will never ask. No, so, gentleman. I'm a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. So I've not said, ask me for I, it. I never will. So I'm I'll a... pay you it back. Don't worry. Oh, I'm sure so you, you don't will. ask. Yeah. yeah, I trust you. Yeah. Get that candle out. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, where his own comfort and material well-being was concerned, John would never part with a penny. Where once he dressed in rags only to impress his uncle. He now wore them all the time. Yeah. All the time. Never changed his shoes because he thought if he cleaned them, he would wear out the leather faster. Yeah, well, it's true. Is it? Yeah, of course it is. On a quantum level. On a quantum level, yeah. Yeah, but... Every time you clean something, you're wearing away. You're abrading, aren't you? So the surface uh... of the thing you clean. Friends said he looked like a prisoner confined for debt. Yeah. (laughs) They're good friends, isn't it? Comes out my place, dressed to the nines, gambling his money, drinking our beer at home. Looks like Fletcher from Porridge. <laughs> like his uncle, John allowed his estates to fall into ruins. He refused to buy a carriage and wondered how anyone could ever think of affording one. Riding a horse was cheaper, especially the way he did it. Before setting off on a journey, he'd fill his pockets with hard-boiled eggs so he wouldn't have to pay for meals in taverns. Oh, so can that you was imagine it? his clothes full of those he- eggs? eggs? Oh, oh, got an egg here. Oh. What did the horse... The horse must have thought, fucking poor. Oh, mate. Come on. <laughs> Well, that we all poor like a horse, man. We, we all like an egg, but mate, <laughs> that horse was that horse was long suffering, man. Very long, especially if all those eggs cut up the other end. You know what I mean? Don't he's fart on me. He's flatulent. Like <laughs> he's got a two day journey. No, he's just eating loads of eggs, man. No. Stinking of oh, oh. his old shoes covered in shit. Yeah, probably because he never washed that off. No, if he got a big piece of shit on his <laughs> shoe, he'd go no. I'll keep that. I'll keep that there. It protects the leather. Yeah. The shit protects the leather. (laughs) (laughs) He rode in the softer by the side of the road rather than the road itself. That's so he wouldn't have to buy horseshoes for his horse. My God, that horse must hate him. Is this how it ends? The horse is like, I I kill you, John. John (laughs) Ulwes. He travelled hours out of his way to avoid toll roads. And if he needed to stop for the night, he'd find a spot by the side of the road that had lots of grass so his horse could eat for free. He's literally like the archetypal billionaire tramp isn't yeah he? and slept beneath a tree to save the price of a room at the inn what are you complaining about horse <laughs> what are you complaining about ah oh, you don't need hay you don't need, need some of that grass <laughs> or oh, an egg i'm gonna fucking kill you <laughs> <laughs> i need some shoes man i'm a horse john's mania for frugality extended to his own family he had two sons out of wedlock because marriages cost money yeah, yeah. in more ways than one right fellas yeah, yeah. And bitter, and refused to pay for their education. 
Putting things into people's heads, he explained, was the sure way to take money out of their pockets. Ooh. So he's basically saying, I'm not going to teach you... An education will just... It'll cost me. Yeah. It's basically... Yeah. But you want to gamble? Oh, gamble? Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You're going down the coral. Here's £200,000. But here's the thing. What's the point of gambling if you don't know, I don't know, basic odds and maths and what letters look like yeah. and shapes and how to... And colours. Yeah. So I've got, I've, like, you can sit in there with a full out. You'd be like, I've got nothing. I've <laughs> I got don't nothing. know. I've got five pretty well, my pictures. My dad never taught me nothing. I got he pr- didn't want, uh, didn't want to I've teach got a me lovely, nothing. I've got a picture of a family here. <laughs> I fold. I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So His sons, wow. In 74, John was offered a chance to succeed a retiring member of Parliament in the British House of Commons and accepted, providing he wouldn't have to spend money on his campaign. He spent just 18 pence on a meal for himself and won the election. Wow. You'd never happen like that now. No. Politics didn't change him, though. During his 12 years in office, John dressed as shabbily as he ever had. He walked everywhere, even in the rain, to save the cost of sharing a coat with other MPs. He looked so destitute trampling around London that people often stopped him on the street and put pennies in his hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, you got a tramp coming up to you. Oh, mate, here's a couple of pennies. I bet he loved that. I well. bet he did it as well. Yeah. I bet yeah, he... I'll, I'll have that, yeah. I'll put it next to my eggs in my back pocket. <laughs> oh, the egg, egg oh, pocket. Oh, the eggs, egg pocket. <laughs> I mean, that's another way of protecting your cash from like thievery. Yeah, egg. no one wants to go near your your stinky egg pocket. Egg alarm. It's like, <laughs> if he arrived home drenched from a downpour, like his uncle Harvey, just uh, shake out the eggs. <laughs> yeah, he'd shake his <laughs> eggs out, which sounds weird. He'd rather sit in his wet clothes than light a fire and Mate, dry. This off. guy's a miserable weirdo, isn't he? It's got to that point where it's just like punishment for what? For the sake of a fire? For having money? Even though John lived frugally he continued to generously lend friends money and invest in their speculative ventures in all it's estimated he lost over one hundred and fifty thousand pounds in bad loans and investments but yeah john uh, i've got this idea yeah what is it it's uh it's a castle oh uh, yeah it's in the sky yes oh in the sky very expensive H- how are you going to get it up there with uh magic uh, oh right. have you got I've, I've met a witch yeah and uh she's uh She's convinced you. Well, she's very convincing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she's going to magic up the castle into the air. I just need a, 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 a small... A Two sort thousand? Of se- Three thousand? Four thousand? Yeah, that'll do it. Four yeah. thousand yeah, You've got the cash on you. I've got it on me right yeah. now. So, there's it signs of eggs. Oh. But <laughs> if you're happy with egg money... <laughs> I, I, I love egg money. All right. right. Here's, here's some money. Uh, Tell th- me how it goes, by the way. I will, yeah. Yeah. I won't. I won't. Yeah, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got an idea for something. Yeah, what is it? It's a, it's it's egg pockets for trousers. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. It's like a tramp's dragon's den. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, tell me. So give it to me. Pitch me. Well, it's it's basically it's trousers with sewn in egg pockets all the way down the trousers. I'm trouser. in. I'm in. How much? <laughs> a couple of thousand. Oh, that will save so much money on education. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. By the mid-1780s, though, even though he had all these bad loans and stuff, he was giving out investments and gambling money, he did have over one million quid in his account. Yeah. Which now, we're talking 290 million. In 1980s? No, 1780s. Uh, oh, you've been saying 19. No, I haven't been saying 19. You flipping well have. If Right, I'm editing this right now, probably, Paul, and already you've realised that you have been saying 19. I apologise. I'm going to use the word 17 right now and edit it back in. Okay. 17. <laughs> I, won't, I, I won't be asked to do it, but I'm just covering the bases right, right now. Right, so this is it's in the 18th century. Yeah? Yes. Okay. So in 1784, 
John retired from Parliament rather than spend the pittance on what should have been a certain re-election. Uh, with the distraction of public life gone from his life, his penny pinching intensified. His diet suffered most of all. On one occasion, he He's ate... doing what his mum did. Yeah. On one occasion, he ate a dead bird that a rat had dragged out of the river. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Don't waste it. Oh, oh, what? You're leaving that? Oh, don't we? Uh, uh, Mr. Ratty, oh. you're leaving that there? You're going to love this one, then. On another occasion, he caught a fish with a partially eaten smaller fish in its stomach. And then he said, ah, this is like killing two birds with one stone and ate them both. Sort of. (laughs) Yeah, you see, that's a metaphor, John, uh, for like, you know, when you get double what you asked for. You are eating half digested fish (laughs) (laughs) out of another fish. Oh, God. On those rare occasions... I'm saving money with this half-digested <laughs> cod. Oh, 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 it's oh. a bit bony. It's like a turducken. It's a fish within a fish within it's a, a fish. It's a natural turducken. Yeah. Uh, I ate an old woman once because he swallowed the fly. <laughs> oh, quids in. <laughs> On a rare occasion when John bought lamb or other meat from the butcher, he bought the... Could you stuff some uh, uh, half-decomposed lamb inside <laughs> that lamb? Got I've any... got a taste for it now. Have you got any rotting If you could get a rat to sort of just drag it out of a river. Oh, <laughs> mwah. Uh, he used to like fine wines. Yeah. And now he's eating rat leftovers. Yeah, rat porridge. <laughs> rat goo. Um, he's eating like birds that are rejected by vermin. Yeah. Gross. On the rare occasion that he bought an animal, he bought the whole animal and ate every bit of it. Oh, chewy perineum. Uh, you got to remember this, right? This is before refrigeration, and so he'd make it last. Chewy rank perineum. Uh, apparently, this meant he often ate the meat that had reached the last stage of putrefaction. Whoa. Meat that walked about on his plate, he would continue to eat rather than have new things killed before the old provision was finished. Wow, he was disgusting. He would rather eat squirming yeah. maggot meat yeah. than just go out and buy a sausage. Yeah. But- that's disgusting he is really horrible Uh, John had inherited several properties in London and he added to their number until he owed more than a hundred okay so I'll just narrow this down because I know this story this part of the story basically he said he would rent a house he rent loads of houses and then to save money on his own living costs he would just live in the houses that weren't being rented at that time so like you know oh number 53 carved bricks lane is that free yeah I'll just go sit there in the dark with my (laughs) housekeeper he had a housekeeper that he would barely pay, but they would travel around together. Oh, wow. And just, like, crash. What's that person's story? Why, what, what motivated them? Dear diary, I'm fucking depressed. <laughs> I ate a half-dead maggot <laughs> with a cat in its mouth. <laughs> a maggot with a cat in its mouth? Uh, uh, the other way around. Right. It was a big maggot. <laughs> that is a big, ferocious yeah. maggot. I cat ate, killer. I ate a cat with a rat in its mouth, squirming with maggots. It was a three-course meal. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he would... Um, Spend just one or two nights in one of these places, then they pack their things and then move on to the next vacant property he's, that he owned. He's a he's nuts. Although it nearly cost him his life. Once he and the maid both fell deathly ill at the same time, although nobody knew they where they were. So he was in this flat, cold, going, oh, I'm dying. Yeah, it could be that completely off lamb intestine that you oh. were sucking on, you know? Luckily for John, his nephew went looking for him and found the boy who'd seen a poor man enter one of John's properties on Great Marlborough Street. The nephew rushed there and found him near death. It was too late to save the maid. Bloody hell. Her body was found in another room. Right, what she... are you doing with the body? Don't don't throw it out. Om, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> you, you know, I'll bury it. it. Oh, I'll deal with that. Uh, you don't, don't have to worry about yeah. that. Yeah, no, she's, uh, she's quite fresh. Does she need that dress? She does I'll have that it. dress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
She'd been dead for two or three days. Oh, man. Eventually, John recovered physically from the ordeal, but his mental state, already declining due to his lifestyle and advancing age, got worse. His obsession with money narrowed until he became fixated on the change he had in his pocket. He'd wrap each coin in a piece of paper and hide it somewhere in the room and then stay up half the night wandering around the house in an agitated state, trying to remember where he'd hidden his coins. Wow. Crazy fucking stuff. In time, he came to believe that the money was all he had in the world. And he was terrified of dying penniless. So he thought his whole fortune was scattered in bedrooms and houses around his property. Well, he started it. Yeah. Stop wrapping it up and, fu- and, fu- and like, hiding stop, it. Stop fucking making your life one big treasure hunt of misery. Weirdo. He often woke in the middle of the night screaming at imaginary thieves. I want my money! Nobody shall rob me of my property! He'd scream. There's nobody there, John. In November 1789, John fell ill and took to his bed. He died eight days later. I hope I have left you what you wish, he told one of his sons before he died. And he probably did. Each of them inherited over half a million pounds, which in today's money was 145 million quid. Yeah, so they did all right. Now, they had to put up with a lot of stuff. He died like he lived. Miserably. (laughs) Miserably. Edward Topham was a friend of his, recounted some of his life. In the 1790s, he wrote The Life of the Late John Ewells Esquire. The book was a bestseller. With 12 reprintings by 1805. It's Elwes. Elwes. Oh, we're in this deep now. We're in this deep. Why correct me? Because. Megget. <laughs> <laughs> the book's success inspired books and paintings, and Megget soon became a household name, one synonymous with penny pinching. Right. So, you know, all right, Bill round the corner. He's such an Ewers. <laughs> He's such an Ewers. Yeah, it didn't catch on, though. It didn't, didn't catch it? on because no one could fucking pronounce it. <laughs> What about the Scrooge McDuck connection? Oh, here we go. Right. Charles Dickens knew the story and mentioned John both in letters and in his 1865 novel, Our Mutual Friend. Although apparently never saying so explicitly, Dickens is widely believed to have modelled Scrooge on that character, the miser in A Christmas Carol. The artwork in the very first edition of the story, printed in 1843, bears this out. Dickens worked closely with illustrators to create images of his characters that were exactly as he envisioned them. And the illustrations of Scrooge bear a very strong liking to John Ewells. There you go. And that's the story of the biggest penny pincher known to man. I, I quite enjoyed that, Paul. So you're going to bring us another story? Nope. Next time? Nope. Why not? I might do. Go on. I might do. I might not. You could, uh, yeah. There must be other. Oh, histo- yeah. Stop getting sexy. <laughs> I'm a bit horny. Well, I don't need to know, you know? Yeah, I know. So... That was good, like that. Did yeah. you like that story? Yeah, I like that story, Did thanks. You like that story? Could you learn a few lessons from it? Yeah. Don't eat dead things. <laughs> Don't wear the clothes of dead things. And draw the line with gambling. Yeah. You know, pretty obvious he morals. Had a big sort of leak there. Yeah. You know, it's like he's saving money on every aspect. But tossed his cash off on jollies and follies. Yeah, weirdo. So, yeah. Um, I've got a little bit now. Oh, have you? Yes, it's uh, another... Instalment in of. my my semi regular yeah bit yes Eli's cut price life hacks so yeah this is deep yeah and it, it could change your life okay right? I like this so you know when you go to a pub yeah and uh, they've got those wooden slat tables and they've got the hole in the middle where For, you where you put the umbrella in yeah did you know. That hole... You seem very proud of yourself already with this. That hole... You can fuck. Is ex- <laughs> well, you can, but you wouldn't yeah. want to do that. Is exactly the right shape and size... As a circle. To put in yeah. one of those dipping pots you get in pizzas. 
That's fascinating. That's my hack. Wait, so you put hang the on. sauce How in that? there. You put... And you've got the special sauce thing. Yeah, that's fine. I, you know what? I completely, I'm on board with you with the, that little pot. You can put it in there and it fits perfectly. Put the pot right? In. right, that's great. How's it a life hack? That's, you've hacked it. No, how? Oh, I'm going to the pub. I need some, I need to dip. I need to order a pizza, have it delivered to my house, then bring the pizza and the little pot of cream with me. Pot of cream? Whatever it is, <laughs> little pot of sauce. Dipping sauce. Dipping sauce yeah. with me. Garlic and herb. To a very particular bench just to put it in. And then I could dip shit in it. Right, but again. And I've hacked my life. I would I've rather, modded up my I would, life. I would rather have been like, oh, you buy garden, garden furniture, you can turn it into a fancy pizza table. That's bullshit, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did not know. Look, you, did you're not, not the hack. You're not the life you're hack You're hardly expert. the fucking hack king yourself. That's going to go down in history as one of the best hacks That's ever. That's going to go down in history as one of the worst suggestions and most protracted things to do with pizza pots. You just stick your sauce in there, you're ready to go. <laughs> I've got a tip for you. Yeah? If you're on a long horse journey... <laughs> eggs. Eggs in your pocket. <laughs> they don't have to stop at you don't have to expensive stop it. No. Uh, happy eaters or whatever. You go on a long car trip. Just get some eggs. Save money on our service station sandwich. Eggs. <laughs> and you know toilet roll tubes? If you get like a, you know, uh, like a kitchen roll tube, the tall yeah. ones... You can stack about four eggs in that. You can. <laughs> Just go, take your eggs, go to the pub, stick your little pre-ordered pot pot of dipping sauce yeah. in the hole where the umbrella goes. Eggs. Jobs are good Jobs are good We've reached a compromise. <laughs> and that's the end of Cheap Show episode 28. 28. Yeah, 28. Two more away from, uh, two more away from 30. That's maths, yes. Yes, well done. Well done, Paul. Um, If you've enjoyed this podcast, and we hope you do, please spread the word. Like, subscribe, and rate us on iTunes. You can get our podcast, the most decent podcast apps, you know, independent apps. They're all, you can just find Cheap Show. You type it in. That's what you do. Subscribe. And it comes straight into your phone or your media player the minute we release a brand new episode. Easy. You can listen to us. Whatever you want. Paul makes wank jokes. Yeah. Someone said, um, I do not like listening to the early episodes because the live shows aren't as good. Really? Someone said that. And I said, you know what, mate? Thanks for the feedback. I didn't, really get, <laughs> didn't get into it with him, to be honest. I didn't want no, to cause a fight. You know, yeah, he was listening. He's a subscriber. Oh, I, like the, I like the early live episodes. I, like to, I want to do more. And hopefully we've got one on the way. Oh, yeah. What's that? Well, I'll have to put it on the website, but I think, I think we're doing MCM Expo at the end of October. So look out for that, everybody. Look out for that, everybody. Yes. Uh, there'll be details on the website, which is www thecheapshow.co.uk and every episode has a dedicated web page with pictures and images and videos and sound bites and this that and the other that and um, will they be able to see the shite from this uh, they uh, will and the records and uh, all that kind of stuff so yes it's your one stop shop for all cheap show fun and also Barshins every Friday uh, we're on that well you're on and off that every other week I'm on it so uh, subscribe to that as well that's and- a YouTube channel by the way everybody well, we'll look at, they probably know anyway YouTube Barshans Cheap Show Podcast subscribe rate review us that's how we grow our brand and get out there and, and how people know we exist So I grow my dick oh <laughs> <laughs> you see you knocked me for doing wank I gags. know I'm sorry right okay thank you that's another episode of Cheap Show on the way out the door we're done here and Eli any parting words goodbye thanks for sticking with us anything witty no right good bye <laughs>